For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to What Do You Know on News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. Arnie Sherman, good Sunday morning. Where are you today? Scott, we're uh, we're doing this show. You from uh, Missoula, Montana, and me from Manhattan, New York City, Central Park. Wonderful. How long have you been there for? So um, you know, people are fall into two categories that I know. Either they live in the city and they vacation in the country, like all the people that are coming to Montana from California, New York this summer, or you live in the country and you vacation in the city. And so I'm spending the month of August in New York City, my, you know, birth town. I haven't spent more than um, a week here since I was 17 years old. And wow. so I thought uh, it would be a good experience to come here and do all the things that you can't do when you come here for a week. Well, tell you know, me, what have you been doing? I've gone to Yankee games. I went to the my first time I went to City Field. So the Mets play the Dodgers. I went, I've been to the Museum of Modern Art. I've been to uh, uh, the Natural History Museum, Hayden Planetarium. I went to uh, Ellis Island to see where my grandparents came through. I had never been to Ellis Island. You know, 12 million American immigrants came through Ellis Island and all of my grandparents were part of that. So I walked on the same cobblestone steps as they did. The Statue of Liberty. I went up to Harlem and went to Mitten's Jazz Jazz Club, and uh, there's a there's an old uh, decommissioned Navy boat that's parked right on 125th Street and the Hudson River called the Baylander, and went there and and uh, met with some friends and sure. uh, sat there on the Hudson River. Bemelmans, you know the great Bemelmans in the Cafe Carlisle, one of the last two or three places in the world where you can go and sit and listen to a pianist and a tuxedo playing, uh, playing great music, lots of restaurants, lots of good food, and ran into Maria Loy, who uh, a very interesting uh, woman. She's, uh, she has a restaurant right around the corner from where I'm staying called um, Loy Estratorio. And Maria is an entrepreneur, an author, a philanthropist, a uh, celebrity chef. She's considered the Julia Child of Greece. And uh, she has a PBS a TV series called uh, The Life of Loy. She uh, cooked for Obama in the White House uh, when he was president. Wow. Um, she was a lobbyist in her earlier life in Europe for, for many large global companies. Um, she's a philanthropist. She's uh, involved in children's uh, charities. She sounds like a, fasc a fascinating guest. Right. 36 cookbooks she's written. And she's, she does something that both of us need. She's committed to helping people have a healthy diet and <laughs> correct the things that are wrong with them, whether it's, you know, you know high blood pressure or cholesterol or gout or uh, being overweight by really using the Mediterranean diet, which uh, is so acclaimed by most doctors, you know, among all the diets out there, right. the Mediterranean is the one that seems to have the most efficacy. And she's a huge proponent of, uh, of eating healthy and, uh, you know, eating a, she, uh, a, a balanced, uh, nutritionist, nutritious she's, diet. She's going to be a, this is going to be a lively, lively guest. I'm sure. I can't wait. Arnie, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying New York. We miss you here in Missoula, but let's use the next hour to meet Maria Loy. Back after this. Hunter Bay For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are back with our guest, Chef Maria Loy. Well, you know, it's good to have Maria on the show. I stumbled into this fantastic restaurant in New York during my visit here, and uh, we became fast friends. And lo and behold, you know, Maria is a, you know, internationally recognized chef, author, entrepreneur, philanthropist. We're having dinner at a restaurant, and the next morning she's on TV with Ryan Seacrest. And, uh, you know, it's just an amazing uh, experience. And I thought that we ought to have her on the show and talk to her about her life and her experiences and her fantastic restaurant. And uh, you know how much we love food. So sure do. So for our guests, for our listeners, Maria, how are you doing today? I'm amazing. You know, I cannot believe that I am in Montana. Yes. <laughs> By virtue of this show, yes. you are now an official Montanan. Exactly. I, I, I used, you know, like to see Montana, you know, like uh, through, of course, pictures. You right. Know, all that. And those beautiful mountains. And um, I have a few friends there, I have to tell you. And I hope that I will be your friend. And uh, through the radio, uh, the show, I will uh, get many, many, many more uh, friends from Montana. Well, you certainly have Scott and I as friends. And by the way, Scott, we are we are recording this for Maria's Restaurant, um, which is pronounced for our listeners, Loy Estoratorio. Bravo. And it's a fantastic place. I've eaten here three times already, and we'll continue to eat here. <laughs> What's the location, Arnie? What's the location? 50, we're on 58th between 6th and 7th. And that's my old location. Right. That's my old neighborhood, old neighborhood, Maria. That's my old neighborhood, uh, Maria. I used to work at Radio City, and I used to work on, on Times Square at BMG and Bertelsmann. So your places, that whole area was the area that we used to eat at. That was our place. Yes. For lunch, and now it's is the uh, they call it the you know the, the billionaires row, but yeah. uh, and they said to me, uh, oh, you're very lucky. I said, yeah, of course I'm very lucky because I'm the only restaurant on 58th Street, so you don't even have to say 132 West, <laughs> you know, you just say a restaurant 58 between six and seven, and you come to Lois Theatorium. Well, <laughs> and what's amazing about it, Scott, is during the entire pandemic, Maria never closed. She stayed wow. open through the entire pandemic. Yes. We got an award, actually, too, <laughs> from the CD. And, uh, yeah, because uh, we wanted to not to help, to give, to give ourselves to doctors, nurses. And, uh, every day we were cooking from 8 o'clock until 8 o'clock at night. And uh, we were delivering ourselves. And we had friends that they were helping us. And uh, we are so happy that we have done this. And we had also our homeless people. We had 150 homeless people every day. Every day? Every day outside. But you were feeding. But now, now we have 15 only. Right. But now we, we got to know them. You know, I know Mark wants uh, his burger <laughs> medium rare. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Iris, she wants uh, pasta and the chicken. And she wants also a Chanel uh, lipstick. <laughs> They're so beautiful stories. Chef What's Lloyd. amazing about... I was going to say, as Chef Lloyd, to be able for, to not close means that you were very, you were prepared, right? In a way, as a business, to be able to act quickly. Talk, talk a little bit about that. How, like, your business philosophy, so that how did you not close, right? Because a lot of places yeah. did close. Yes. Uh, actually, the, for the first month, we were the only restaurant in New York that was open. <laughs> so, wow. Um, I have to tell you, being Greek, I have courage, okay? And uh, I have philoxenia. We have philotimo. You need uh, you know, to to have this uh, and to embody that, the time that is difficult for others. And uh, that's exactly what we've done. When the, you know, the government says, uh, listen, we have to close, you know, we cannot do that. If you want to have some delivery and take out, uh, but we, we are very fast to adapt in a new situation. And I have a great team because my team is uh, since I came to New York to live in the States. So nine and a half years, almost 10 years now, the same people. And we say, uh, we just had to look in, in, you know, in our eyes together and we say, no, we are going to stay open for them. 
Were you able to, were you able to maintain operations and keep your, your staff employed or did you have to do shifts and things? We, we had to do shifts because uh, we couldn't be all together, you know, in the same uh, room, you know. Uh, but uh, my staff, uh, they were not unemployed. Actually, we were helping their families as well and other families next to them. You know, my chef Felipe, he was taking product because thank God we have uh, a lot of product, you know, under the Lloyd brand, olive oil, you know, beans, pasta, all of that. And it was easy for us to have, uh, you know, the first uh, things that the material that we wanted to, to cook with. And uh, we had, yeah, and uh, others, uh, Sparta Gourmet, they send us uh, extra olive oil, you know, tomatoes and, and, you know, the Greek cuisine. Is very easy, very easy and healthy when you have the good ingredients. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what we've done. Yes. And you know, every time I walk by the restaurant, which is oh, every day because I'm staying <laughs> right up the street, Maria's here. She's holding court. She's talking to every patron of the restaurant. Everybody knows her. It becomes a neighborhood place. I was with my friend Larry Harrington a few <laughs> days ago, and uh, uh, I said, Where are you going to go to dinner? He said, Well, my, my friend says you have to go to Lloyd's restaurant. And he came in and I mean, it's it's become like the neighborhood go-to place. Yep. We I'm have 82% return customers, 82%. It's it's huge. <laughs> you know, you know, growing up in the tri-state area, certainly New Jersey, in thinking of Greek food, we always thought of uh, diners, right? Because New Jersey is famous, replete with diners and yeah. Greek families that come over and have menus that are 80 pages long and we we're wondering how can they cook all those dishes but an incredible work ethic and commitment to serving great food for their patrons when you came to the united states what was your concept like why how did you choose to to to, to the, the the restaurant that you did and the location and the food and what was your your whole philosophy behind that well i was not a chef before I was, first of all, when I was in my village in Greece, I was a farm girl. But don't think of those farms that you have in Montana and everywhere there no. in America. Okay. Like, it was like a block. <laughs> like over here between eight and seven, something like that, small. But anyway, we used to grow tobacco, corn, um, everything. And uh, that's how I've learned uh, how the ingredients and how they are the ingredients that they shine and the ingredients they are bad for you. Like tobacco, for example, you know, I don't want to have it sure. in front of me. So um, then I became a lobbyist. Huh? Uh-uh. Yes. I had, uh, I that's did Arnie. the Sheraton. Arnie, that's yeah. Arnie's world. Marie had some of the largest corporations yeah. in the world as, as her clients. <laughs> well, who are they? Mexico, yeah. right? I- yeah. IDT Sheraton, Nokia, or all of this. So and that taught me actually many things in my life. And resilient, you know. Either my father taught me how to have resilience and, uh, you know, to, to be myself and not to put down myself, not to put other people down, other lives down. So that's how I could do that, you know. Uh, so and then I became a chef, uh, by the way. When? when? <laughs> Do you mind me asking how old you were when you became a chef? Oh, yeah, it's 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 very easy. So uh, I was uh, 40 something. Yeah. Wow. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it has nothing to do because I used to cook for my house. A poor family, you know, needed someone, a chef there. And uh, we were um, five kids, you know, my parents, you know, grandparents, um, uh, friends that they were coming to the house, you know. Um, I, I used to cook amazing meals. I, my first meal that I cooked, it was uh, meatballs, you know, for my father mm-hmm. when my mother was sick. And uh, then uh, they made me the chef in the house. <laughs> That's what I am. So by necessity. So, so, so yeah. not only is Maria chef of the house, but she's written 36 cookbooks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. She's gone a little bit beyond just being the chef of the house. You know, she has a PBS <laughs> show called Life of Loy. Yep. <laughs> and she's, uh, you know, traveling around the, you know, the world and showing food yeah. from all over the world. Um, she's written the books. She has a foundation and she's doing yeah. philanthropy and she's the an advocate. To, I sound like I'm a, a, her publicist. She's an advocate. <laughs> I don't for, have a publicist. For healthy. I know you do it. All You're your publicist. Yeah. 
She's an advocate for healthy yeah. eating and healthy diets. Talk a little bit about that because I'm very curious. You know, people. We need it. We well, both need a healthy well, diet. Well, you talk about the idea of, for the United States creating a food czar, right? So that kids' lunches are healthy and that we don't let these multinational corporations just jam junk food down our in, to, to the consumers that we need to know, like, what is a healthy, well-balanced, clean diet and meal? And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. It's, it's so easy because people, they think, oh, it's very expensive. No, it's not. You can have a good tomato. One, you don't need five of those, you know, to go there. Make sure that it's organic. You just have an olive oil, a bottle of olive oil, put that, and a piece of bread. That's a full meal. People don't understand that that we don't need these fancy sauces and that and this, you know, like everybody says, oh, we have to do this fish, you know, with butter. And uh, I say, if you do the fish with butter, then it, it's not a fish anymore. It's just a meal with butter. So this is the knowledge. That's what we have to teach our kids, actually. And uh, we have to speak to those big uh, <laughs> companies and we have to speak to the government, you know, to tell them, stop buying for the schools. Those products, because for me, they're just a product. They don't have nutrition. And also, they get used to sugar, which is the worst thing. You create, immediately, you recreate a world with diabetes. And, that's and what obesity. You have to do. And obesity. Yes, well, that's what happened with yeah. Native Americans when the government started giving them food. They started getting diabetes exactly. because they weren't used to eating sugar. So it's so easy to change it. We just have to take the message out there. And that's what we're doing with our show, like the life of Loy. We are just showing how simple it is to eat food that you can have, you know, uh, when you have the corn, for example, you have over there because I love corn as well. I love all these greens, you know. You just make, even if you have uh, 1,000 square feet, next to your house, okay? Just plant, plant the few like uh, plants of tomato. A home know, garden. Uh, onions. Yeah, just a small garden. Zucchini. Yeah, and then you don't need the money to go out and buy it, first so of chef, all. So Chef Please. Lloyd, are you, are you, you're supportive of lo buy local, farm local, from, from farm to table, right? And that being a really smart philosophy that we should employ all across the country, but also how about school lunches and, and trying to bring that type of philosophy into the school lunch program, because that's really where good eating habits starts. Yes, you know, uh, when you, you have the, the, the lunch box, you just put a very good piece of bread and not that white piece of bread, you know, that <laughs> and they put also mayonnaise, you know, butter and all that. Right over there, you have the fat that you keep, you know, should not eat. Okay, you need fat, but you need the good fat, like the olive oil. And you will say, okay, we're not going to have olive oil because we're bringing it from Greece or we're bringing it from Italy. But the difference is when you go and buy that bad butter, because it could be butter, you know, from goats and uh, um, other milk, okay, and it will be very good for you as well, but not too much because it increases your cholesterol. And that's what you have. To know, of course, you say, "Oh, and how do I expect you know the mother, you know, to know that who's who's planning to do the lunchbox?" The mother, and I, especially the new mothers now, they have internet, they have everything. They don't have to. to I'm sorry to say that, but not only to look, you know, what some families, you know, I don't want to name a few, you know, they're doing in their lives. Check what I should give to my kid. You know what? It has to be healthy. And you can have a slice of tomato, a slice of cheese, okay? Not that processed cheese. It has to be the good one. They have uh, around America very good cheese. It doesn't have to be fed uh, from Greece or uh, Parmigiano, you know, from Italy. And, uh, and you can give it to your kid and a piece of fruit. And that's what he needs. for. That's a healthy morning. meal. Do you think that we are... The, especially in the United States, we're so consumed, no pun intended, with portion size and value. And talk about that because I think people overeat because it's on their plate, you know? Actually, you brought something very, very good on that. 
um, when you have, don't buy a big lunchbox to your kid. Buy a small one. And it's not heavy as well. So a child, you know, it is not an adult. So it's better to be, you know, this measurement, you know, like a small box, okay? Mm -hmm. And then put half of the tomato because they cannot eat it. Put half of the piece of cheese, half of the, and then you can have it for next morning as well. You save money. So it's not expensive, but also it's very healthy. You should not eat more from what you need. How Every many day. meals do you add? How many meals do you advocate? Like what? Like a day? Like how many meals? Whether they are full meals or snacks, should people really focus on? Yeah, it should be the three meals, okay, and uh, also a snack. Snack could be a good yogurt, you know, not zero percent, full fat, please, okay. And uh, then the mother, for example, she can get you know the yogurt, and then she can uh, take another small vessel to put it in there, you know. So she can divide for three days the yogurt. Immediately becomes inexpensive and healthy. So you don't advocate for all those calorie controlled, reduced no, calories. No, I don't. You never. want full food, but yes. but smaller portions. Yes, and uh, also you don't check how many calories you spend. If you check how many toxins, you have to read the ingredients. And if I, it's like more than five of those, don't buy it. Because it's not the right thing. And as I say, and as I say, if your grandmother doesn't recognize it, don't buy it. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's a smart smart way to look at it. I did. So so, I'm sorry. Go, Arnie. I was going to say that Maria doesn't like being called the celebrity chef. But I do have to say that in 2012, you cooked for several days at the White House for President Obama yeah. and and uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. So what was that experience like? Well, this, this is amazing because they're very nice people. And um, yeah, it was it's so funny because <laughs> the kitchen, you know, the president says, how do you like it? I said, well, my kitchen is better than yours. <laughs> 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 because <laughs> I said, no, no, because of its people. The people, uh, they are very good, but they need some more things in the, in the kitchen. Right. And I think they bought it. <laughs> Good. And what, what, did you, what, you what did he like the best that you made for? Right. Uh, you know, um, I think that the baklava, but, you know, we harvest <laughs> we harvest the honey, which I don't think that it's still there now, the beehives. And it was a fabulous garden, beautiful garden outside, you know. the. Wow. Yeah, somebody got rid of that garden. Uh, I hope <laughs> that uh, they will grow again, this garden, and yeah. never get. And, and they had beehives. And we harvest the honey from the beehives there to make Amazing. the baklava. Yes, it's so beautiful. That's what everyone has to do. Even by the, our window, even if we are, you know, in the big building, by our window, put it in a small pot, in a small cup, put some parsley, put mint, and this will change your life. And also, it's not only uh, the, the kids that we have to take care of. We have to take care of us. And our children, you know, they will, they will see. Because they mimic, you know, like when they see the father, what they eat, the mother, they eat the same thing. And uh, we have to have a plate. And we just remind, remind yourself to, to kind of like a cross and say three parts. We have to put either pasta, greens, you know, like beans. And uh, the other one, oh, that's good. But it has to be, um, <laughs> I, I divide with four, four. Okay, for <laughs> I send me, the plate that I'm have. showing Maria a plate that I have that I've divided into four, three, and fat and dairy. I have fat and dairy, and then starches, vegetables, and protein yeah. are my so, three. All right, so put uh, less dairy, okay? <laughs> yes. And then you put greens. Put a, a lot of salad, greens, leafy greens. You know, like dark as much as you can. Yes. Put beans. You know, lentils, all of that, and then. I know that you're, um, you're in the middle of America, you eat meat, okay? And if you can uh, have like one fourth in your plate, the meat, and then you will start and you won't eat a lot. And that's the point. When you have like the protein, you know, animal protein, less animal protein, it's better. 
and uh, if you if you can eat fish, and um, we don't say that okay, you're Greek because you can bring the fish, you know, every day from Greece, you can have it. No, there's very good frozen fish in the market. Yes, no, I know. But you have to check if it's sustainable. First of all, you have to read what it is, and then fish needs three minutes to cook. Three right. minutes. I because must. They say, oh, it's, it's Please, difficult, fish. but it's not. It's not difficult. You just have a, a pan and those uh, the cast iron pans. I love. I love those old ones. You know, like wow. Uh, and then heat it up. Put the fish in there for a minute. Put it just a drop of olive oil. And then you add some, uh, take the fish out, add some onion. See, I'm giving you a recipe now. Right. <laughs> but uh, this you is know. interesting, Chef Roy, because you're just talking about basic common sense nutrition. Diets, <laughs> fad diets, paleo. Da, da. No, just eat sensibly and portion control and you'll be on the right path. Yeah, you, well, we don't we don't have to invent the wheel, you know. Hippocrates says that so many thousands of years now, you know, <laughs> what to do, and, and that that's the best diet in the world, you know, because it's been proved that the olive oil has been proved with all, so many research. So, yeah. Is there a country that you've been to where people adhere to a better, the best diet? I mean, we're we're in the world of people the best about this. Well, first of all, I like to say that. I am the best, or they're the best, and one of the best right. would be that. And uh, there, and you cannot go to China and say you have to have the Greek diet, right? Okay, but now the way that um, the world has changed, okay, and we mix the food, right? So now um, I went to Japan, for example, and uh, the Japanese now they they grow olive trees in Okinawa. So, because of the olive oil, they saw, you know, how good it is for their, for their body, for their brain on that. Right. So, that's what we have to adapt. You know, you go to Italy. If you go to southern Italy, it's different. Half, you know, northern Italy is different food. Right. So, it's not that the countries. It's the communities that they make, you know, the food. Arnie, didn't we have a guest on that talked about the, the there's there's a county and a city in California, maybe it's on the on the coast, where the average age of the citizen is like they have more uh, septuagenarians than anywhere because yeah. of their Mediterranean diet. It always I forget who told us that it wasn't on our show. I don't think it was maybe on. on there, there are many of those. There are many. We but have here in our restaurant. That we're doing, you know, uh, during COVID, uh, for example, you know, we had people that they, they had COVID and every day we were giving them the food, you know, the beans, the olive oil, the yogurt, you know, the tea, the oregano, and they didn't go to the hospital. Everyone was almost dying. And in a week, they were getting up there. So because I work with Harvard University School of Public Health with Professor Kallis, and uh, we're doing something very big and very nice <laughs> and with the Culinary Institute of America. Wow. Uh, but yeah, and this, it was a proof. So I have my, my business partner, he had cholesterol. He doesn't take any medicine anymore. Many people around us. Let me ask you a question. I have cholesterol. I also started to have gout, which is foods that are high in purine. And it only happened when I moved out here. And I have cut out red meat, cut out pork, cut out most alcohol, if not all. Okay. What, el what else would you recommend I do? Oh, I will give you the whole thing. First of all, I will send you my book, The Greek Diet. Okay. okay. You read it. It's not, it's, uh, it's, it's easy to read that book. Okay. Because I explain why I'm writing this. Like, uh, th that's my life, you know. And uh, then you have to eat. Being that we we have to talk together and we have to find the way how to do it because we say okay it's easy to make and give you a diet no because when you work in the office you have to make this food either Sundays whenever you have rough but you can keep it in your freezer and it will make your life easier because otherwise it will be only five days and after that they say I cannot do it that's right so there's right. it's a way of living it's not only what you eat. You actually, let's do a quick ID. Our guest is Chef Maria Loy of Loy Foods, the founder of Loy Foods and Lo Esteatorio. 
Oh, uh, but so Maria, so you brought up an excellent point, which is it's not diet necessarily only. There's also sleep, physical activity, lifestyle, lifestyle. Talk a little bit about that and and how you feel about that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Okay. And I'm super busy. People, they think that I say, no, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, when I get in the morning, first of all, I drink two spoons of olive oil. Immediately, I have them next to my bed. Then I put on my shoes and into the park. I go around. I don't run because it's it's uh, I'm not 20 anymore. Okay, I work. I work very fast actually. And uh, we have all our you know our people now. Whoever <laughs> lives here, we have a meeting at the horse. We say at the horse, and uh, we meet over there. And then we go into the park all together. It's fun. It's happiness. It's not something that you don't want to do or you say, oh, I don't want to do it today, you know? And uh, so we come back, okay? I eat yogurt or fruit or uh, whatever I want, okay? Start working. Then, uh, of course, I will have lunch, fish, bean soup, whatever, you know, everyone likes here, okay? In the afternoon, again, I have my mountain tea. I have... uh, uh, usually people, they eat nuts in the morning, which is good, but, um, I like to eat in the afternoon as a snack, right. you know, and, uh, special, um, and lately <laughs> I love the, the nuts from, uh, it's, uh, in Mexico, uh, not only Mexico and, mm-hmm. uh, oh my God, so that's uh, the pecan nuts. Pecans. Yeah. Pecans. Oh, they're, they're amazing. You know, like. Uh, they're Dr. tasty. Gonzalez. Oh, mm. oh, God. You can get those already from Costco. They are, they yes. are, <laughs> I don't know where you can get them, but, uh, you know, Costco. I love that. They Chef, have, but, yeah, that but they are organic. that's for us here. But how about the importance of sleep? Do you, do you, I mean, you work very hard. Do you get a good night's sleep every night? That's actually, I sleep very well. I, I, I just need uh, even a, a chair and I can sleep. <laughs> because <laughs> it's also what you have done all the night. And in the evening, I don't eat very heavily, okay? But I always have a glass of wine. It's good to have a glass of wine. It's good to have company, not to eat alone. And whoever, you know, comes to the restaurant and he says, oh, I, I'm by myself. I need just a table for one. I said, it's not just for one. We're going to be with you. And I'm sitting with them. And then we become friends and then they bring the family and they are happy. So when you see somebody eating a lot, just say hello to him or to her and say, let's sit down. Let's talk. You know, as I said, it's a way of living. It's not what you eat only. And then we can change the world. One healthy bite at a time. That's what I say. Obviously, you're, you're an advocate for healthy diet. You know, and healthy diet can eliminate for a lot of people the medication they're on. Oh, yes. For sure. Things like diabetic medication and cholesterol medication. Heart. Heart medication. I mean, diet is the key to to all of those things. You have a a line of food products now, especially products. Mm -hmm. How did you decide what to put in your product line? Oh, so easy. You know, you just go to Greece, get the black honey that my, my grandfather taught me how to harvest, okay? Ah, and I get, you know, b- before I go to sleep, I have half a teaspoon of my black honey, the loy meli, that uh, it, it, it's so good and it's antimicrobial. You know, whatever you get in your in your body, it goes out, you know. The honey that's does that. Honey, yes. Yes. But uh, so... And it was easy. You know, I grew up, like I said, you know, with beans, you know, greens, all of that. So when I was a lobbyist, I was not like this. I was right. almost obese. You know, and I said, right. that's what I said. I'm right, because you're life. running around eating at restaurants, yeah. meals, lunches, dinners. Also, I have adapted the Western diet in the way of, uh, <clears throat> I was going, <laughs> I don't want to say, you know, I was coming to the United States, even in England, everywhere, you know, a lot of butter, all of, oof, God. You know, bad, very bad things, you know. And uh, I thought that that was the life. No. And I was unhappy because food makes you happy and unhappy in your brain. Right. Also, I was not myself. 
And that's what I said. That's it. No more. I make money, but I'm going to lose myself. And that's why I left of being a lobbyist. And that's why I started. You know, I went back to my roots and started cooking, uh, planting again, all of that. And then, of course, uh, being in the, in the environment, they wanted me to have a show on TV, <laughs> even though I have built a TV channel and a radio station. <laughs> right. I know your work. Mm -hmm. So how hard it is. Uh, yes. And uh, then um, all of a sudden, everything, I became number one in Greece, you know, on TV, all of And then I came here to advise uh, somebody else to get the restaurant that I had before on 70th Street. Seven zero, you know. Seven yeah. yeah. So, and uh, I said, no, no, I, I want to get that. That was crazy. And uh, my show was starting uh, September 11, actually. Wow. So, yeah. And uh, then I said, I, can't, I went back to Greece. I picked up my, <laughs> and I said, I'm going to New York. They said, what? <laughs> They thought that I was crazy, you know, all of that. <laughs> so, and then I came here. We opened that restaurant up there. And, um, on 70th? Yes. Yeah, what was the name of that restaurant? That was Loy Restaurant. This is Loy Estiatorio. Estiatorio means restaurant, but I right. wanted it to be different a bit. And I had uh, my friends, you know, who are Jewish, and they said that, Maria, you know, what are you doing? Were you going to New York? You could come because they have hotels, you know, David Stein um, in Mallorca, South and all, all over mm -hmm. Europe. He says, we can work with together if you want to open new restaurants. I said, no. And uh, he says, Where are you going? I said on the Upper West Side. He said, okay, at least you're going to the new Holy Land. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Because, that's funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of uh, you know, like my uh, ancestors. They come from Spain. And my last name was Levy before, before he changed to Lloyd. And uh, so, yeah, I went right in the environment. You know? <laughs> so it was very good. But after that, I left from there because they wanted to take uh, 20% of my business or to double my uh, rent. And I said, goodbye. Right. Let's go. Don't be afraid. That's what I said to my people. Don't be afraid. Do whatever you want. You will succeed. And that's why I came, you know, to 58th Street because they called me. And now we have one third of the expenses, five times up the business. <laughs> Amazing. Has anybody approached you about taking your concept to other cities? Oh, yes. I have many emails. <laughs> but I, I don't want to do that because I will dilute my brand and I'm not ready yet. Maybe after a year, because we have many products in the market, we sell to many supermarkets around uh, America. I see that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, because we want to put, first of all, our products. So this way I can have the ingredients after that. Or whoever wants to open a law estiatorio, you know, will have the ingredients next door. It will be easy. They can access it, greater access. Exactly. Yes. And Chef Lloyd, question for you. So, and Arnie, I did, in my research for today's show, I found, I did a little research. You know, the food services business is the, in, in general, is the second largest business in the United States behind government. It's a $1.5 trillion business, okay? A 5.5% represent of the GDP. 75% of the seafood in the United States is sold through restaurants, which I know is a staple of the, of the Greek diet. I say that to you because folks like yourself, Danny Myers, Chef Andres, um, uh, uh, Flay, Andrew Zimmer, all these people are today leaders. They're like what rock stars were 20 years ago because food is so central to how Americans think and how they, and they look forward to it. They love food, right? I, I say that to you because you really have a, in many ways, you're like a, in the community, you're, you're a leader. You're, you're, you're setting trends. You're helping people. Like we just talked about for the last 20 minutes, talking about diet. The food services industry, after you know, to your point, you rose during COVID. You actually were able to persevere and provide a strong community, a community, um, you know, effort. The food service industry, though, really does need to go through a transformation, right? Because living wages, right. living wages, 
what people are charged for food, right? You know, it's you're not charged what you should be charged for food. You're probably undercharged for certain dishes, right? Because of the cost of food. I, I am curious to know your thoughts on like, you know, how do you pay a fair living wage to somebody that lives in a works at a restaurant, right? How do you re, re, reform that system so that you know, you guys are making money because I know that the bar usually we Arnie and I have worked with a number of restaurant people here in Montana and had them on our show. And they say like, well, the bar makes up for what we lose in the, in the margins on food. So I'm curious, talk a little bit about reform and where, where you stand in that space. Well, as I say to my colleagues, I said, please change what you're buying. First of all, you have to think that you have a family in a restaurant and in a, is it small or bigger or very big. So you have to see your colleagues that they're your family. They are your kids, brother, sister, mother, whatever it is. Because if you don't have them, you're not going to make anything. If I didn't have my team, I couldn't have done whatever I've done until now and whatever I plan to do. So after that, it's, you, you don't have to put gold on the wall. You don't have to make those restaurants that they used to do to show off. You know, you have to show your food, mm. the real food. And it's easier to make real food and not to make the fancy food that you will be needing money and also it's not healthy. Yeah. So... What you have to give to the world, first of all, it's your world. If you, if you are, you know, in your house and you have all the garbage in your garden outside and your door, will you have a nice life? No, it's poison, right? So first of all, you have to clean your restaurant. No, I mean cleaning by cleaning, by making it like a clean and nice house like we had in the old days and healthy yes it will be healthy for the restaurant for the for the patron and for the worker exactly yes so if you have good ingredients you don't need to buy a lot as i said before like you need half a tomato to put in a salad you don't need three tomatoes you know like to put a lot in order to show that oh we give you that no but also you educate the person who is eating what is good for them so this way will change. And we have to give money because I'm not, uh, no, I'm not against, actually, I'm one of those that say that we have to pay our workers. So will you institute a service charge or have you instituted a service charge? No, because this one, uh, someone who walks in, for example, last night we had uh, a customer and he was so much satisfied, the check was 250 and he gave 600. So uh, why I have to put that? Mm -hmm. you know? So you, so and tips. First of all, I come in and the first hundred dollars comes from me. So I say, here guys, good luck. And they're very happy. Mm -hmm. I see. So I you subsidize that. You subsidize that. You know why? Why you need to have like the millions and the people next to you not to have, you know, anything to eat or anything to, to go and buy sure. something you know, like their kids. Right. All right. Whatever they want, they want to go on vacation. I give them for my money. It's not only that they, they get paid. Okay. It's not that we say, oh, you're no, you're you're not out. You're, no. Give them two thousand more to have fun with their kids, and they will come back. First of all, they will be healthier in their brain, as I said. You know. Sure. They will love you. They will love the work. They will love who, whoever is coming in. And then you will have better business. So, Scott, on top of all of this, the cookbooks, the TV shows, the, the celebrity appearances, the restaurant, the specialty brands, Maria also has a foundation and it's a philanthropist. <laughs> so will you tell us what you're doing with your foundation? Yeah. Actually, we're, we're with uh, Nick Torres, you know, the Lukumi Foundation that is, and especially the Lukumi Kids Club, that uh, they are kids that are doing good deeds for many. 
So they open rooms and send juice. Now we are building a kitchen, uh, uh, kitchen, kitchen, the uh, hospital near here, the floating hospital that uh, takes care of people in need. And for over 100, uh, yeah, 100 years now, my God, this people are amazing. So uh, we work uh, with others, uh, the Center for Discovery, with uh, Upstate New York, whatever, you know, whatever it is, homeless, everyone, you know, whoever is in need. We love people. I think that's great. And how can people find out more about your foundation? Is there a website? Yeah, the lukumifoundation.org. Spell but, uh, that for us. L O U K O U M I dot org. But you know, it doesn't have to be ours. It doesn't have to be ours. Go out there, take a piece of bread, take something, a bottle of water, and you see a homeless, give it to them. It doesn't have to be ours. Just open your heart. And when you have open heart, everything will be better in life. I think that's that's beautiful. Do you know, by the way, by how Arnie came into your restaurant, okay? He is the food maven of Montana, certainly, and Missoula. And we have been trying to petition for chefs and restaurants to come out where we are because we have a huge growing population, Right. And people are coming from New York and coming from California and bigger cities. And their expectation is that there's going to be better food where they are in Montana. So there's going to and, be and a we've revolution. already invited, you know, our house is Maria's house. She can come out anytime and visit <laughs> and visit Missoula, you know, and the rest of the state. Of course, I will come. And really, I accept it already. And I think uh, they have sent me photos where I'm going to stay. But as long <laughs> we can cook a dinner you know, with people. And uh, of course, I'm not going to charge anything. I'm going even to bring the ingredients with me. And uh, either we can give to people they need or we can gather some money for people that they need it there in Montana. You know, not only a charitable event, Scott, but I want Maria to maybe lecture at the Missoula College, the culinary program. A great idea, Arnie. It would be really okay. great for them to have you there. I really, I and really they, love that. Well, we and we we're involved with the Missoula Food Bank and the Montana Food Bank, and oh, that wow. and that might be that, that's the nice thing about radio is that we're involved in so many community things. So when aren't we bring you out, we'll have a full itinerary for you. And quite frankly, Montana is you see it a lot in the news these days. We're always the center of something, whether it is telling off. Uh, Tucker Carlson, right? Yeah. Uh, one of our fishing guides just did that. Or it's adding another House of Representative uh, representative because of population growth. Uh, we're a growth market. We're an inland growth market, Maria. We want you here. Yeah, that, that's very good. But, uh, I just want to be, before that, you know, did you get vaccinated, people? Of course. <laughs> I'm waiting to get my third shot. September 20th. <laughs> Me too. You're allowed right? to get third shot i'm gonna get my third shot you know what about people in montana i have to check on that no well they're not as good well missoula is the highest missoula where we are is the highest i think it's at 70 per 65 percent that's excellent and could you please influence others and it's nonsense what they said that you're going to have uh... (laughs) well you saw the governor of texas got covid yeah well well i'm sorry i think that yeah I'm sorry for that, yeah. but uh, I, I wish that everything will go well for him. But, uh, yeah. but, but, you know, we have others, you know, that they say that, oh, don't get vaccinated, Ooh. don't put masks. You know, that, that, that's ridiculous. Right. So we have a word for that in Yiddish. It's called putz. Let's take a quick break. Quick break. <laughs> Our guest is Maria Loy, Chef Maria Loy, back after this. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. We're 
back with our guest, Chef Maria Loy. So, Maria, how do our listeners find out about your restaurant, your food products, your foundation? Give us all the coordinates so they can check it out. Well, um, they, they can go to at Chef Maria Loy, you know, at uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all of the, this uh, new social media, and they can check. Uh, they can come to Lois Teatorio. They just have to say Montana. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, okay. she'll know. Yes. All right. And, and, and it's spelled L-O-I, so it's Maria Loy. Yeah, L-O-I. So if you just Google Maria yes. Loy, it, all, it essentially all comes up. Yeah, and they can check, you know, the, they can even go to PBS Food uh, YouTube now, and they can check the life of Loy. So, and they can have recipes, very easy recipes, you know, you like do, it. Did you, do you have a new season that's starting or are you, how does yeah, that we, work? We have, yes, we are filming now for new seasons, but you can see some of the recipes that we made already. So you can check and you will love them. Yeah. You can go to PBS and Life of Loy. Yeah. And, and Scott, not to torture you, but as we, when we sign off, Maria and I are having lunch here together. So <laughs> you, you can be jealous Arnie, I am jealous. I'm going to have an avocado. Okay, you're, <laughs> you're in much better shape than I. I totally. Well, avocado is very good, but it's not just like that, you know. Uh, I know. You need something else. Okay. I have yeah. I have some cheese, and I'm going to get some grains. Yes, I'm with you. I need <laughs> grains is better. If you put cheese, it's too much fat and fat. Avocado has fat and fat with cheese. You know that. So cut out the cheese. Okay, I'll use that for an afternoon snack. <laughs> Add some olive oil on the top of the avocado. It would be amazing. I think I have some here in my office. I will do that. <laughs> Seriously. But chef- make, sure, make sure the olive oil is not a year old. Huh? <laughs> oh, you know what? That might be a problem. You're right. I have to get new. New olive oil. <laughs> chef You've learned a lot today, Scott. Thank you for listening to What Do You Know? I can't wait for the next show, Scott. I'm excited too, Arnie. If you'd like to suggest a guest, send me an email at scottrichman at townsquaremedia.com. We'll see you next week. And thanks for listening to News Talk KGVO. Unused. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.